Welcome to the Boring Podcast, where we believe that dinosaurs and humanity thrived together 5,000 years ago, but both were sex slaves to aliens. With Brian, Rico, and special guest, Mahoney. <laughs> Welcome to the Boring what? Podcast. <laughs> Aren't you glad you glad came Glad I didn't turn off my computer now. <laughs> You're unmasked for so long already. I mean, I feel like we could go throwback. And I thought I was play, play that function, just the shape of the face. <laughs> so long, the, the man of mystery. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you've taken over. Hold on, I got a little bit. We got a little bit of echo, uh, Dan. Do you have? Right, a, ears, okay, yeah. Pop, pop those in. But they're not charged. <laughs> they're probably not going to work too well. Then <laughs> it looks so good. It looks like we have earrings on. All right, hold on. What I have to do is set the echo. I can I can set it to have no echo or echo cancellation. The only problem is if we talk over each other, it you it's hard to hear people. How about this? I'll only speak when pointed to. Can All right. Hear, right, the camera's right here. You already broke the rule. There's <laughs> this thing too, but where does this go? Oh, this oh I don't is, even know. Such a boring podcast. Obviously. Well, that's uh, this podcast is actually an educational podcast on how to set up more boring podcasts. That's why it's called The Boring Show. That's why that's the whole idea. So it all is, is technical. It, yeah. Well, that's the that's what's the most boring. The more technical the better, actually. Can you explain exactly what Jack you're looking at? <laughs> Jackie, you know this is what? together. You know, I'm here in the the Mark Claire show studio. Look at this. He's got a canceled check from you on his board. If someone zoomed in here, they would be able to see your routing number. They'd be able to see your account. That's number. yeah, that's oh. not great. You scratch, scratch that fucking routing number out, please. Okay, let's do let's do some damage here. Yeah, you Jesus know the kids Christ. these days they can zoom in on stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. He's got a high def camera. Scratch that crap it's out. It's well known the CIA monitors you can keep his podcast. The routing number, but scratch out the so. uh, at least scratch out the uh, account number. This was a check that maybe it's a false check because it has your name as Brian McWilliam. I know. A Bank of America doesn't respect my full family name. It's like <laughs> it's like a, it's like a Ellis Island. There's two of you, huh? <laughs> Is that a valid check? Do you use those checks for? That is a valid check that I set to Mark. Yes. So scratch out the. Is it cashed yet? It says for penile implants. Yes, that is. Those are for Mark's. Yeah, he had to borrow money. I, I'm not Mark. trusting Mark to give me pe a penis implant. It's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? But Mark is our buddy who. Uh, He's in Florida, and our buddy, our buddy Mahoney here. By the way, so this this episode is titled "The King of Alaska," and also something we're going to talk about later. Because Dan Mahoney has, yes, who is this funny guy, Chelsea? Well, it's our buddy Mahoney. So Mahoney, <laughs> is, he and I go way back, back to our uh, our high school or middle school years, even, and he moved to Alaska. And I want you, Dan, to tell people. Number one, why you moved to Alaska, the experience you had while in Alaska, and then follow that up with you uh, breaking your arm and how that happened. And the day it happened, because it's almost a year to the day, isn't it? <laughs> and, then, and then point? Go. Echo, echo, echo. Well, 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 well. When COVID, 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 hit, 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 hit. Uh, everyone, everyone, everyone wasn't doing anything fun, 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 or seeing anyone, one, one. Right? Well, this won't get old at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're jumping to me first before Captain Rico. I can't believe this. Like I, I just want Rico to never has anything interesting to say. Anyway. I had zero. He, I was ponder. I was think, thinking like, what am I doing this show for? I got nothing to talk about. 
Well, good news. <laughs> so boring. Again, technical yeah. stuff. We're going to talk about technical on stuff. On brand. Get my earrings on. Not doing anything, but you guys look I, so can you? I love that Dan's just putting in earbuds. Anymore. Anymore. Yeah. When was it looks like, like we have earrings, right? They look like earrings. They look great on you. They look very, very feminine. You look like you're going to be putting the Biden administration at any point in time now. A man wearing earrings. You're going to be Secretary of Transportation. So, like when I see cable news pundits now, a lot of them do the uh, the string headphone, but they, it's like to one ear. Yeah, so it's got to be very like weird. One ear, so you can hear something else. But yeah, they're in their home. Hear... So what are no. they listening for in their home? It's... They're like, I got a, I got a, del- I got an Amazon package coming. <laughs> Certified FedEx delivery. I might have to get up during this hearing. This uh, interview. Well. If it's like that guy, uh, Tubin, you know what he's listening to? Hardcore pornography on the little thing. Right, so that as Tubin. soon as the camera stops, he can start jerking up. <laughs> Tubin, who got, yeah, he's, he's, he, he got, he got, got jerking off, Tubin. Didn't really affect him too much. I think he got a raise. He got a raise. You know what I'd call it if I was him, if I was jerking off? I'd call it tubogganing. <laughs> Going tubogganing? Just put your AirPods in your nose. Doesn't seem uh, now in your mouth. All right. Well, we got like a we got a carrot top prop comedian on here. Well, if you're wondering what he does in Alaska now, it's work at Best Buy doing uh, product demonstrations. As you can see, he's very (laughs) successful. I am trying to get a job at the Cross Mark here uh, to pick up some hours, but I looked them up, and apparently, you know, there's. Oh, well, I haven't even interviewed. They're not going to watch this. It, it, it's sort of shady. Nobody <laughs> watches you, this. Good news they, for you, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you've got six-hour shifts to give out the juices or whatever, but everyone on the comments on Glassdoor and stuff is saying, you know, they basically make you work for 45 minutes to an hour unpaid for the setup and breakdown. They're like, you can't start till you set up, and it takes so long to set up. So you you got to come in early and set up. And then, oh, you got to you got to work till the end of the six hours. Now you got to break it all down, break it all down. What is Mahoney looking at as he's talking? I'm confused. <laughs> I think the monitor is to the side. Look at you guys. Yeah, his, the monitor. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. It's like I'm talking to this guy over here. He's, he's got <laughs> okay, a live don't, studio audience. Don't do that. Now we can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, keep the, just keep looking to the side. That's fine. Is better. Yeah, no. the largest laptop ever made. Hey, I have an Acer. Acer. It looks like you're looking over the Great Wall. (laughs) He's like Mr. Wilson from the old uh, Tool Time. Uh, Yeah, Wilson, right? Oh, yeah, Wilson. Yeah, that was great. So anyway, all right, tell us us about this Alaska trip, Dan, because it's just – it's too funny. The way it started, the way it ended – and the experience you had, I used, I tried to convey it to people in short form, but I know I can't do it justice. Well, Alaska's like this sort of mystical place. It feels like, you know, it's on people's bucket list. It's kind of this magical, different place. It feels like a different country. If Where I went to, honestly, it feels like a different time. I overheard someone like, like when I first went there, the convenience store there, when I first walked into like the, t- the l- little town, it's Southeast Alaska. So I haven't even... You know, Alaska's huge. You know, you've seen the visuals of like you put Texas and Alaska and you fit all these other big states and it's still like Alaska. It's huge. It's like a, it, it should be its own country. It's so big. So I'm just in the like little southeast part where kind of nearby where Juneau is in this little town called uh, Haines, Alaska. And oh, I just found it through indeed. Like COVID hit and I lost my, you know, job in LA. I was doing the tour company. You know, right? Yes, yeah, the Star Tours, which I still regret not going on a Star Tour with you. And also to, to let you know how good Dan was at his job at Star Tours, 
We once were drinking at a winery, all hammered, and he diverted a star tour with a nice, I believe, Japanese family to the winery to come drink with us. <laughs> <laughs> they were cool. They were cool gals, weren't they? Yeah, they had, they had yeah. a good time. That was They're the like, year. Oh, so, you, so you said this way Mel Gibson drinks? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was in Malibu. <laughs> that was like the year that like you and like Jay and Justin, maybe, and who else, like, like there were like four or five groups of uh, like kind of married couples or couples that all went to Japan that year. Yeah, well, Jay and I went, and then Justin and Sonia went after us after we got back. Yeah, Jay you and I are married. Yeah, <laughs> California <laughs> baby. Yeah, Dan, you got to stop sending dick pics to Sonia. That's <laughs> the moral of the story. <laughs> uh, the other day we went to this uh, dive bar here, and so now I'm in Brandon, Florida. That's where Mark moved down to here. And um, went to this uh, dive bar here, and I was with Diane, his wife, waiting for him to show up. And we walked in, and the restrooms for men's room, it didn't say men or women, said pictures of a torso, and men was like a beer bottle here. Beer bottle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then women was like a cocktail glass, you know, cocktail glass. That was so funny. So... Uh, I told Diane, I was like, oh, I got a picture that I said to Mark. I thought it'd be funny if she on like a, you know, group text or something that we were doing. Um, I told her to write this to Mark, like, oh, my God, Ray just went, said he's going uh, to the men's room to send you a dick pic. I don't know if he's serious. <laughs> <laughs> and then like waited a couple minutes. So he's like, maybe sweating it out. And then I sent him a picture of like, the you know, the bottle. Of the dip. By the way, what would the trans version of the bathroom, a beer bottle, a cocktail glass, what would the trans version be of that? Just like a, a mug? <laughs> Just like a, a block mug? Yeah, I don't know. A broken glass? A broken glass. <laughs> a, um... Can it be like a beer bong in the shape of a question mark? That's a good. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's what we should market for this podcast. <laughs> we should have com- We should have trans coming out gear you could buy. Like, you know, like a, you know, they have gender reveals. Uh, we should do that for adults. Do adults do that? That's how funny would that be if trans people did a gender reveal party and people are like, I didn't know you were pregnant. And you're like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> like, pop a big balloon. <laughs> Shoot shit out of a cannon at your parent in your parents' face. Be like, guess what, motherfuckers? <laughs> and apparently those things can go wrong a lot. Like there's all these stories of like things going horribly awry, like oh terribly. Rockets of pink dust going into people's faces and stuff like that. Rico, watch out. Don't consume any silver products because you'll turn into the blue skinned uh silver man have you heard about this guy the what? blue skin is, is this a halloween tale what are we talking no, it's about like colloidal silver products you know colloidal silver well there's medical products that aren't like big chunks of silver but it's a health product you've heard of you know people like i drink i ne- drink silver i nebulize silver silver <laughs> drink silver yeah. What the? Oh fuck? my God! I see. Wait, I'll share a picture of blue. <laughs> blue Paul Carson is blue silver man. Oh my that? fucking God! But it's a scare what? tactic. But he was doing a homemade brew with like huge chunks of silver, and like they're they're like they're they're 
super, super tiny ones, the ones that, that I'm drinking. And he was doing it all the time. And then, you know, so they use it as a scare tactic of medicine. Like, you shouldn't use a silver solution for medicine. <laughs> the there, he there he is. He He's looks, going he looks, in blue face. He looks like the, uh, he looks like the chick that turns into blueberry in Willy Wonka, the chocolate factory. <laughs> Sir, you're not supposed to eat that. Mm. <laughs> Lupus have a song about this motherfucker. <laughs> so anyway, so you, so you take this and people use colloidal silver in their baby whatevers? Um, it's a product you can buy off the shelf. You can go to health stores and buy silver solution. It's not like he's making it homemade. You can make it. You can drop a silver coin into you know a thing of water and have a battery operated charge and etc. etc. Make it own glitter, huh? Can you just come glitter? And then you come glitter. That's a now that's a baby reveal. That's a gender reveal. (laughs) For the raunchier crowd. Rainbow glitter. Wait, I need to get you, I need to get the story out about you going to Alaska. This is gonna take 10 episodes. He seems (laughs) to like diverge. Well, I'm in Alaska. Now I'm talking about uh, Silver Guy. One you know, exactly. I make this into a true crime podcast where Dan yeah. slowly tells his story. And then Cere- you'll, the you'll serial part two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's not really that like wild of a story. I just was looking for something Dude, to do. It's fascinating. Looking for something to do. Just went on indeed.com. Are we allowed to mention websites to sponsor? Can you yeah. bring up an image of indeed.com? Sure. <laughs> just everything we say now. Now that you've broached images, like um, can we have a Webster's dictionary definition of Indeed while we're at it? So people know what <laughs> we're talking going about. A rabbit hole. Like, yeah. We're never going to get anywhere. And yeah, I've just never been there. Have you guys ever been there? Gone? People have gone cruising. Indeed.com? No, never gone to the website. <laughs> you ever been there? Indeed. I've actually been to Alaska more times than I've been to Indeed.com. On Indeed. Yeah, look at that job security. Did you go on a cruise? No, I went there for work many times oh. prior to COVID. I, I've been to Juno as well. There wasn't a whole lot going on in Juno. Dude, You're I like understand, a Rico for your job, travel a, a traveling lawyer. Uh, you know, with whatever these cases are, I'm not going to say explicit what they are. But how how could they possibly make money flying you to Alaska for these cases? Oh well, the government pays me. Why? Now that's the point. <laughs> Well, I guess whatever. I can afford it. I'm sure the government's it. concerned about my uh, airfare. Yeah, I'm sure they're concerned yeah. about making money and sound yeah. fiscal policy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, there's not some account like uh, 85 billion for Ukraine. Wait, wait, sixteen hundred dollars for this flight to to Alaska. Wait a minute, where's the receipts on this one? We need to audit, audit. Rico. <laughs> but Juno's pretty, but it's like 30,000 people. They call it like a city there, you know? It's like, a, but it's not a city, really. Anchorage, which I haven't been to, is more of a traditional city and bigger. But um, but Juno, I think, is pretty lovely. Did you, apart from it being kind of quiet, it's, were you struck um, by the beauty of just the area? Well, it was a winter, so that wasn't that much fun. It wasn't that pretty in the winter. Like, it's just dead. And there's not like a – it wasn't a ton of snow. but It was just cold and gray. And then I'm like – I went to a bar for eight hours because I – after <laughs> after I was done with work, I'm like, I have nowhere to go. Wow, I already checked out of my hotel. Culture. You adapted to the local culture. Instantly. There was nothing to see. What am I going to do? <laughs> like, I, I don't even think I had a rental car. I probably – 
it wasn't Juno. Maybe I don't remember which. So there's one airport in uh, Alaska where you fly in and you have to get a uh, a ferry anywhere. It's like you is Juno. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking bizarre. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take a cab. And they're like, well, you got to take a, a ferry to no, get to that. Maybe place. it's not Juno then. Like it's legitimately there's nothing. It's it's like this little. It's not far. It's you know 100 200 yards to but it's literally on a strip a small strip that's the airport you go out there's a, a little area and you you take a, a ferry to welcome to our go. new podcast did you know juno where we discuss <laughs> you know? infinitesimally uninteresting <laughs> details about the city of juno <laughs> <laughs> well they have so that must not be juno juno's got Ah, there's cabs and stuff, but you can't get anywhere outside of Juno. You know, it's sort of locked and you have to take either airplane or ferry. And so the town I'm in is like, you know, a four hour ferry ride or a 45 from Juno plane ride from Juno. That's that why I'm not, I'm not gone. Dan was pitching me on coming out to visit and I was like, oh, that sounds fun. He's like, oh, what you do, you fly to <laughs> Juno, then you take a four hour ferry. And I was like, well, Goodbye. Fly to, <laughs> nice you can't up. fly to Juno anyways. You gotta fly to like Anchorage or right. Yeah, that's exactly you know. exactly. No, like, you, can fly, you gotta fly to usually Seattle first, though. Yeah. So to make this incredibly arduous journey, Dan. Should we can we pull up Orbit's travel itinerary? Let's do that before Dan gets into the story. <laughs> All right, Rico, bring stuff. it up. But you pull it up. Oh, okay. Well, I was kind of kidding. There's also a small oh, okay, town in so, Alaska. So, called Huna. There's a town called Huna, H-O-O-N-A-H, that I'd never heard of before because I'd never been there. And I overheard some people talking one time and I heard of Juno and I heard um, some, there's a lot of, it's a big, uh, it's a big, you know, indigenous people, native population there. And uh, one of the worst things about Alaska. It's pretty cool, you know, that they're kind of still kind of really, I don't know, they're not like on reservations there. They're like, it's cool that they're integrated in <laughs> society but um but i heard um someone saying huna like talking about, oh yeah i'm going to to this to see huna and i thought it was like a native pronunciation of juno i'm like so i started saying that's like yeah flew into huna. and they're like you flew into huna you can just ferry into huna i'm like uh ferry into huna uh huna huna you know huna uh but it's juno and huna but um i think i uh fantastic spinoff podcast would be mahoney with two native inuits doing a yep. podcast about uh, a travel blog. Yeah. I like it. One into it here, one into it here. Let's, we got camp, we got camera room in the setup, squeeze them together. I already know the name of the podcast. Are you Inuit? <laughs> I can fly, I can fly to Huna for $467. Can you believe this? Steal hmm. the deal. Steal the deal. It's Buy only it 23 hours and 57 minutes. That's wow, that's I was so tired, like coming here. It was just like, I had to leave on a ferry you know, it's like Thursday, last Thursday. How many, how many, uh, how many whale parts did you have to pay for that? How many what? Whale parts. Oh, they still, they're, they're still trading in, in that. Yes. Uh, uh, bountiful. Like a blow, a blow hole in two fins or what's the code <laughs> with the ferry rate? <laughs> it's an app. There's a uh, convert, uh, currency converter app. <laughs> American dollars to whale parts. <laughs> So, so did you see the northern lights when you were there? I saw them on an airplane actually. It was Whoa, I was like, what what is that? I'm like, yeah, oh like, northern lights. Yeah, I was doing like a overnight flight. 
that's cool. a cool part of Alaska in the winter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Made it worth it? No. The billing I made to the federal government made it worth it. Right. <laughs> so you went to Alaska for a very lucrative opportunity. And obviously for anybody to travel all the way to where Dan is currently in this uh, tiny Alaskan town, there's a very lucrative end of the rainbow opportunity that was waiting for. Him. Yeah. It's like to be an intern for like a puppet maker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm a 40 year old intern. He like brings people like out, usually like college age kids every year. You get like, you know, 250 bucks a week and meals and housing and stuff. And, you know, you like play with this man's puppets. And, but he's, he, he's an artist, he's wood carvings. I actually ended up doing a lot of like videography for him and making kind of cool videos. We were taking puppets out into the wild and I was trying, trying to shape some narrative stuff around his Right music. after he's getting raped, uh, there's nothing to make you feel better like playing with some puppets. But the first job I almost accepted was I got a job. There's plenty of jobs up here in Alaska. Come on up, everybody. They all involve getting raped. <laughs> one way it's the one way or another you're getting raped state it's on the license plate yeah it doesn't fit on one line they have to have one way or another at the top and you're getting raped at the bottom uh, which is the only state that splits the license plate motto although brian do you remember the old pennsylvania and rico do you guys remember the old pennsylvania fun license plate it's got really cute the keystone state Right? It's a six, six, <laughs> six word phrase. <laughs> and then the last word is Pennsylvania. Mm. I mean, you went there for college, Rico, so you probably missed it. I did never pay you attention to those. A friend plate. in Pennsylvania. That's it. What'd you say? Wait, I got it. Yeah. I, you got a friend in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe I remember yeah. that, dude. You wow, that's a old, friend old. in Pennsylvania. I love well, that. What, oh. You got a friend. Okay. No, right. <laughs> it I just, was like, Rico, multiple <laughs> syllables are still one word, yeah. by the yeah. way. And, and, and conjunctions. Yeah. That's like nine word, words. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of grunts. So, I just love, so yeah, I just, I can't, I admire you, Dan, for making the trip. Cause look, it is interesting. It was during COVID and it's fascinating, right? All right. I'm going to go be an apprentice puppeteer, but tell us a little <laughs> bit about the experience. Um, because what you told me it was pretty funny. Also, did he ever just have a puppet sitting on his lap that he's like, Can you put this one away? And he went to grab the puppet and his cock was in it. I never got no homo vibes. Uh no, no? Tresham, uh his name's Tresham Greg. He you should check him out, Tresham.com. Um told my I'll I'll share some. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of search different people that come up when you search tre- Tresham Greg. I would you know what? <laughs> actually, you know what comes up? <laughs> Let me show you what came a up. A dick pic. No, maybe I, maybe I, maybe I searched for the wrong phrase. <laughs> but what came up? Our, no, that's it. We made the our, we made the toilet seat talk, Mister Toilet. Hey, is that, some, is that how you spell his name? name? We put eyeballs on the on the top part. Like, it was like Pee Wee's Playhouse. It's like Cars. Yeah. Oh, Pee Wee's had. Was there a talking? For, well, uh, they had, a, they had like a talking chair. I imagine. I would imagine Pee Wee's Playhouse had a talking toilet, right? It's just every time it's just like, no, Pee Wee, not again. <laughs> so Tresham Gray. Am I spelling Tresham Gray wrong? Because it's Greg, got, like the first name, like Greg Brady with with three G's. <laughs> with three you G's. Search for it on five. Oh no! Did he die? Oh my God! Did he? Just oh no! He was ninety 
four. Oh wait, no, this is a different one. This no, no, that's him. Says, he posted something about the Hitler Youth. Yeah, that's that's him. A, a serial escaper who poses what? a member of yeah, Hitler Youth. Hitler Youth. That's what? Not that's not him. Oh, that's his dad, I think. <laughs> That's his oh, dad. Yeah, that's that's his dad. So basically, this group of army veterans oh bought this the, the 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 only I guess army fort in Alaska at the time in the fifties. There we go. Guy. There he is. So they bought this army fort, and that's where I live up there. Is on this old army's fort. There's this officers' row of like kind of cool houses that they shipped. Wait, up that's that's where you live now, though, right? That's that's where he lives. So that's where I lived. The whole oh. time I've been on this top of this hill, this big parade field. There's all these old buildings that have been, some of them are not, you know, are just kind of fading away, but some of them have been repurposed or still not one's a hotel, but the back row is still private residences. It's kind of like the painted ladies in San Francisco house are kind of Victorian looking house, really pretty houses. And, you know, you have all these old buildings. So there's businesses that come in into this army for this kind of cool. So these group of veterans bought it from the U S army and Tresham's dad, who died, uh, and apparently poses a member of the Hitler Youth. We'll have to look into that more. Um, <laughs> Did he have a puppet about that? Didn't come he's, up like, as much? he's like, and this puppet only does this. His arm going up. It's like a stick. And they said, watch, man, watch, I can make him goose step. Look at his little legs when I pull the string. <laughs> so that, who is that guy in UK You went to jail for that? Was oh, he like Scottish a, uh, was Count he also Dankula. an intern? Huh? <laughs> Count Dankula. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the original intern. <laughs> like, I just do what I know. Bro. But it was a crazy year, like when I first went there. So I went there. This guy, uh, an, this woman got, the police say she was on like psilocybin. I don't know. She got screwed up on drugs. Are you allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh, there? yes, please. Okay. She got um, shitted up. No, she got damned up. What was I looking for? Fucked up, fucked up on drugs. And he has an old trapper's cabin in the fort, wood cabin that his uh, art gallery's in. And she fucking lit it on fire. So that was the first time I was in the paper. I've been in the paper a few times. It's easy to make the paper in in these small towns. I would imagine. See, like, my back as I'm looking at this fire burning of this guy. Was there, like, a uh, marching band welcoming a new arrival to the town? Like, (laughs) oh, we got this guy Dan coming. We better make him feel welcome. Hooray. It's so funny you say that because they're – there is, and they do do that, but not for, they didn't do it for me, but like they did it for like when the first Canadian visitor, when the borders kind of things were opened up for the Canadians, when they came through, there's this like marching band that my friends like are in and uh, they go through, the, <laughs> go through the town and welcome you, stand by. When the last, uh, when the first and last cruises like come through, because it's a kind of cruise sh- ship stop, the marching band comes out and there's like a welcoming committee. The second yeah, time I was in the paper funny. was as an unidentified uh, male uh, for rapist. Uh, indecent Again, exposure. Everything revolves around Wanted. rape. <laughs> indecent exposure. Jack Doe. I was peeing outside. It feels so good to pee outside. Everyone in Alaska loves to pee outside. Men, women, children, dogs, all the other animals, obviously, that are outside. <laughs> pee outside. But it feels so good to pee outside, right? Awesome. Yeah, I love peeing outside. And that then in the winter, outside. in the snow, also, Rico, did, did you pee outside while you were there in the winter? Uh, no, I didn't. Well, have you been? Did you go ice fishing in Alaska? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Peeing outside there on that, you know, you pee down and you make a little hole in the ice with your hot pee. It's great. I love you making holes in ice or snow yeah. with hot pee. So you fun. Know, 
make a little Jackson Pollock, make a smiley face. Really, yeah. one deep hole is really good. A big bank of snow and just keep going back to that same hole. Yeah, see how deep you can plunge that piss hole. I love and it. then there was a landslide um, where a couple of people you lost their it with lives, and I went out with the Coast Guard to like search uh, search for them. So I had all these adventures, <laughs> like it was wild. Um, it was this crazy thing. It's this huge landslide in town, right? And there's still it's still obviously there. It's like a big scar on the mountain, though. So, um, and it came together right at the point that we were trying to do the only uh, live theatrical production of post COVID 2020, which we actually still did. We just postponed it and then made it into a benefit. I think we have the claim at the at the Haynes. A theater that Tresham's show that I helped him produce and get up on there, and I was like um, playing piano with it for it. Yeah, I, was kind of, I was kind of emceeing it and stuff, and he had all this step, um, all these pieces, and I was writing original songs for it. So it was like a musical uh, called "Grin and Bear It" about the bear problem because in that COVID summer there was a huge bear thing where um, there were bear attacks. Like COVID screwed up animal life, right? people were suddenly gone. So it's like, there was all these things about songbirds singing, new songbirds emerging, singing songs that we haven't heard. You know, it was like, it was like the way the grass will come out of con into concrete or something. It's like the animals. Uh, yeah. Now kind of like, what's going on like- here? Like where are the fucking people? And so. All right. Rain it in, buddy. You're going to go throw some soup wait. on a painting and tell us how <laughs> so humanity needs to it, it Like People weren't allowed to go hunting during COVID. Like, no, it's not that. It's just that, um, like the cruise ships and stuff were not paranoia that if there's a bear attack in a town, it basically compounds the violence on from humans against bears. So they ended oh, up killing yeah. like 50 bears that summer of COVID Damn. because people got paranoid about the bears and like there's all this wild area and then there's the town and you know bears if they come into the town it's sort of up for grabs but you know you know, Dan's like, just running away he's like I'm just a hairy man <laughs> oh my god I'm just all... a hairy man who enjoys peeing outside <laughs> oh man yeah bears there's also the time I was like uh uh holding on to <laughs> that girl in the water trying to summon dolphins and I like, feel they're all tense this is in California right and it's like the costume designer EB it was just like uh, do you remember this, Brian? It's like, oh, it's okay. I'm a bear. I'm a bear. I'm a big bear. Like meaning, like, oh, I'm just big. I'm warm. But she thought I was gay, and it turned into like a like a two month relationship where I was pretending to be gay, <laughs> and then I was then I was trying to be like bisexual. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. I came into the sports harbor one time. I was like, she was coming in, and I didn't tell you guys all about this. I was ran in first. I was like, everybody, I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm done, Rico. That's all. Right. So and that worked out perfectly. Obviously, relationship was. Yeah, I didn't see her again until many years later. She's a costume designer on the Lost Moon shoots, and um, we were able to um, kind of make it okay. Yeah, it, it ended badly. It ended at a Dick Van Dyke concert where... Um, as as most what? relationships are launched to end. At the Geffen Theater, like where they're having like open... This is an open bar. I got like, this got wasted. I was yelling, DVD! Like Dick Van Dyke and like this acapella... <laughs> Other guys. Is this a real, I don't know if you're being serious or not. Is, is there an yeah. actual thing called a Dick Van Dyke concert? Yeah, Dick Van Dyke. You know Dick Van Dyke. I know, but I, I don't know if you're being real. Sure. I never know if you're being serious. Are you calling so there was a Van Dick Van Dyke? Van Dyke concert with an open bar that you went to and you broke up with a girl at. And just so I'm following her, along this story. No, he came, home, he, came right? out, he came out of the closet as not gay to her. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just got so drunk I couldn't drive her home. And she's like, this is just not cool. I was like, I just gonna have to sleep here. I was in edge. As if as but, if being at a Dick Van Dyke open bar concert couldn't be more ridiculous. <laughs> you had to come out as not gay. They're like, you know, this isn't absurd enough. I need to, look, something to make this memorable. Evie, <laughs> look, I have bad news for you. I'm in the closet. I'm not, you know, but I'm not 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 that I'm gay, not coming out. I'm just I'm just all the time in. I was oh, trying to yeah. Try to figure out how to negotiate. It was like there was we kissed and stuff. Then so then I kind of had to change my stories. Like, oh, I'm bisexual. And she would like point at like 19 year old boys when we first were getting together. It was like, oh, you like his butt? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> I just want to. I, I want to cup it. Cup it with my palms and my hands. Yeah. What else would I want to do to that? Butt? Boy, I love to <laughs> gargle his balls. Anyway, so do you want to get some pizza or <laughs> see a movie? <gasps> um, dude, so by the way, happy birthday! Thanks, uh, brother. Thanks, Ray. For your we birthday is Ray too. Yeah, by the way, we're going right. Oh, that's yeah, right. Family. Because your birthday is a few days before mine, and uh, just three short years ago, we had a magical trip for your birthday. Oh my god! Oh, that was amazing. I can't god. believe you were you were the, one of the few, the proud. You will always. Uh, you know what? I. I we always regretted missing that Dick Van Dyke uh, concert with you. So I said, what's the second most ridiculous thing I could do? How about I fly to Reno for a night? And uh, <laughs> on Thursday night, which apparently <laughs> is when Reno is still closed. And the whole city. That was the, the most city. busy, fun night of the year what? because they had their zombie crawl. Oh, that's right. <laughs> There's a zombie crawl that we don't get better than that because it ended at like 830. And, and Dan, again, why were we there? Remind everybody. To become shuffleboard uh, professional players. So we're all now division three ranked shuffleboard players. By the way, Rico, Brian, they need your dues. Oh, what, there's was a like back pay we have. <laughs> About 60 cents. But you just tell people you're a division three rated uh, shuffleboard player now, which you do become if you enter into a tournament. That's all you have to do. <laughs> all right, nice. <laughs> Get like a patch for your uh, jacket you can put on. Yeah, patch for the jacket. They probably got a shuffleboard private detective that goes around the country. All the dues for real shuffleboard players goes to one shuffleboard detective that travels around going, I heard you say you're division three. You look like a division one man to me. And then people just crying at bars. Have you ever careful? Don't get the table wet. You'll fuck up the salt. (laughs) Have you ever read the longest article in Sports Illustrated history? about Billy Mays, the father of Table Shuffleboard, the longest article ever in sports. You have sent me that article. You've got to read it. I didn't finish it because it was too fucking long. (laughs) (laughs) It was too long. Who cares? (laughs) Oh, You have like a book about like magic dwarves in your bathroom. I think you could add the... uh, the shuffleboard story and just peruse it every now and then. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Take a little ch- little bit by bit. I'll keep sending it to you then. It's true. I also, have, you know, when I go to Florida at the flea markets, I find these old Star Trek books. They're paperback books read, read by, written by somebody named like Vonda D. Schottenheimer. Great name. And it's literally like what it's called, like Spock's number one. And I'm like, oh, got to buy that. Never read them. Just like to have them on the shelf. Just so people know. I'm a fan. Do you think it's a nom de plume? 
I do not. Who the <laughs> fuck? Well, let me get the book. Let me get you. I'll read the exact. Well, this is like a um, analog version of bringing up the images. Can you bring up some more images, Rick? Um, well, I could try. So what's the name of the city that you live in now? Haynes, like the underwear with an eye in the middle. <laughs> All right, here you go. See this book? This book is, oh, wait, this one's by somebody different. This is by wow. Theodore Cogswell. Well, it's Vonda like something, but this one's called Spock Messiah, a Whoa. Star Trek novel. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I've never read it, just like to have it on there. Where did you see them? Did you say Germany? No, this is in like in Florida, in like in like these flea markets that are just full of random shit and switchblades. Wow! And Star Trek novels. Wow, it's pretty sweet. So, right, so anyway, I'm gonna yeah. pull up a uh, little. This is Haynes, Alaska. And they met the method. See my screen? Yes. There was a uh, shuffleboard so table. So I got shuffleboard and there's a dispensary. So I'm covered there. Oh, so yeah. where, where's your house? That's all I need. Right. Yeah. There. Zoom in. Enhance. See that field up that field. <laughs> That's the parade field of the army fort up at the top. This? Yeah. Yeah. And I live okay. in the middle house. We're by zooming the in. So this is the weekend. As, as much as it zooms. Field. And there's right. a cannon that oh. they shoot off every 4th of July. Uh, a cannon there. And they do a, a fundraiser for the marching band, Rico. Um, oh, okay. It's called the Panty Blast, and I won it last summer. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, what, did. what did you wait? What do you? What is it? They fire panties panty out, and whoever collects the most panties gets the win. You win. You win pant. You wear a pair of panties from the organizer, Sue Waterhouse. Uh, if you ever go, <laughs> big shout out to Sue. Sue, thanks. So, for where's like the uh, the bar district here? <laughs> so there's a it's down. It's just a guy. It's just a guy who pulls up with a keg in the back of his truck and rumple mints, and people just gather around him. That's the bar. Down there is like the town, and how do you know what's the town? Yeah, it all looks the same. There's like three bars on the main street: the fog so the, cutter, the. <laughs> Oh, I guess there's a few other places. Well, there's in the fort. There's a where's there's which this, part of the which part of the hot ladies and how many hot ladies are in this town? How many women live in this town and where do they hang out? Right, there's tw like 1,200 people in the town, but I think there's maybe like two thirds of that in the winter time. Um, yeah, there's a there's a distillery in the in the fort. So one of the old army fort buildings is a. Uh, uh, Hold spirit. on, answer answer my question. How many women are in this town and how many attractive women are in this town? I mean, uh, like, you know, half of 1,200, like 600. I, I think there's some really, you know, cute, beautiful people there I've run into. Um, but everyone's sort of coupled off, you know. It's sort of hard to, you know, in a small they, town. You got to bring, you bring your own date when you move there. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very, a, very, a big dry spell for me. No dates, no dating scene. <laughs> But then, yeah, then once was, the bears were all taken out, it became even worse. <laughs> all the gay guys, all the big furry gay guys. <laughs> uh, they have a brewery, so you you know there's a nice kind of yeah, uh, nice. brewery. You've got a distillery. You've got three you know bar bars, bar bar, bar bar. bar, bar. And, I mean bar. a harbor bar with a shuffleboard. That's oh, it's called the harbor bar too. Oh, right? nice, just like the old sports harbor. harbor. Yeah, I'm going awesome. in the harbor to play shuffleboard. Okay, so wait, Dan, I got to go back real quick. Let's let's close out the the uh, town of Haynes here. I need to go back here and ask you if any of these Animal Council announcement with the two puppets, uh, the craziness gone puppet improv, are either of these featuring you? On I don't have my hand in those, no, sir. 
Damn. You'd have to look up. I did like fun. I was trying. He was trying to get on TikTok, so I did like. I was trying to do goof, little goofy videos for him at one point. Ah. Cannon. My heart. Like a puppet blasting out of a cannon. That was cool. But the panty blast thing. So back to the panty blast. Is you bet on how far the panties are going to be blasted. Does that make sense? Can you can you cheat and just drop a deuce in one before you chuck it in the cannon? (laughs) (laughs) That's one way to. I kind of cheated, and they changed the rules. I actually won two years ago, and then they changed the rules on me last summer because I did kind of cheat. They have this big, huge. I shoved them in my mouth. (laughs) They got this. Let them soak overnight. (laughs) They got this big sheet of of distances, and it's by you know four inches or something. Everyone's five bucks. And you bet, you know, it's going to go 40 feet and two inches, you know, 40 feet and four inches and whatever. So everyone fills about throughout the sort of party that they're having up at the fort and they're going to blast it off at like eight o'clock. And I just waited to the last minute, right? Everyone else is doing this and betting and betting and, you know, putting their things down. And then, so I went to the very last minute. I was like, Sue, Hey, I want to get in on this. And then I just scanned it to see where the biggest like gaps were or something. Right. And um, so I did like kind of a $1 Bob thing where I kind of like the, the second to last page, no one did super high far. Everyone that year was like, Oh, it's not going to go that far. So no one bet high. So one person, there was like, you know, uh, two thirds of the second to last page filled out and a big gap on the right-hand side. And one person, uh, my friend Todd wrote his name at the bottom of the page. So he was doing like a $1 Bob thing, trying to cover higher ones. But I turned the page and the page, the next page is all blank, but still had numbers. So I put mine at the top of that page. And that was like the last bet. And it went, you know, it went past. So I won. So when the panties. <laughs> like, tactics. 200 Panty bucks. tactics. So Why you're like the person in the Price is Right who bids $1 or something. $1 robbed him, yeah. Those son of yeah. a bitches. I money balled him. I money balled <laughs> yeah. him. How did that go over as a, a, new, a new man in town winning their, their precious <laughs> panty cannon competition? You are just <laughs> muttering <laughs> under their breath. It's just beating him, in the, beating him behind the fog cutter. <laughs> <laughs> I did the very first time I walked into um, the other bar there, um, which I won't mention. Um, they. Why can't you uh, mention it? You mentioned you, one bar, you? but you can't mention the second one. <laughs> you got a grudge against did it. You buy it. Is it your bar now? <laughs> no, it's a great place. It's called the pioneer bar. People say the P bar. Uh, but when I first went in there, there was a pool table there. And like, I just walked in and, you know, no one was playing pool, so I just started grabbing pool balls, Classic Mahoney. rolling them with my hand because I don't like using the stick. I like playing handball. People don't like it. I know it weirds people out, but I was just like, ah, I was already a little drunk. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm just gonna fucking play with pool. And then I ordered a um, uh, like a whiskey and a beer or something. I was playing pool for a little bit. I looked back at the bar and had these two uh, two tough looking townie guys. Um, one of them like talking to the others, hey, yeah, looking. It grabbed my shot and drank it, grabbed my beer and drank it, like slammed it back on the table, turned to each other, and then started punching each other in the chest. And then so I like was still thirsty. So I was like saw it and I was like walked up and I was just like in my oh, head. That's always like, what you want to do. Yeah, like it's, I'm, it's good decision making. I'm gonna imagine that I that for you. Cause I would, you know, you buy people drinks. I'm like, I'm not gonna get mad. I don't want I can't I won't start a fight. I'm not gonna get into a fight. They look like they're pretty good at they're in training. So I just like said hello and stuff. And one of the guys turned into a really good buddy of mine. No. Have you been punched by him in the chest? I tell everyone to give me a hit. Let me hit me. Hit me. It's fun. Let people come. But he hasn't pu- well, how, how good of friends can you be, Dan, if he hasn't punched you repeatedly in the chest muscle? Oh, he has. Yeah. Oh, both. Oh, oh is yeah, this the pioneer? Which one is this? 
This is Pioneer Bar. Does it look familiar? That's the bathroom of the pee bar. That's not the pool table I did it on. I did it on the front uh, front pool table. Oh, there's multiple pool tables. Well, well look, like there's plen- plentiful high, land high out there, Rico. Bar. We know that much. They're not fighting for space <laughs> out there in Alaska. All right. Now bring up the fog cutter. I need to see. Uh, you bring up the fog cutter, and I'm going to bring up our topic to talk about. Oh, shoot. Just cut all this out. Oh, no, Wait, no, no. fog no. cutter no. bar. This is all cool. Hey, and now it's the boring podcast with your host, Brian McWilliams. And oh, no, of no. course, his co-host and man at arms, commander in chief, his debutante, who's a dilettante, Rico Suave, with Frico. special guest, Ray Malone. Yeah, Frico to Rico. All right. Rico, Please. find us some pictures of the bar, but I'll read oh, you. Oh, it's, it's coming. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. So have you guys heard about this? In the chess world, there is some anarchy going on because a chess player named Hans Neiman has being acu- is being accused of using anal beads to cheat and, uh, and yes anal, <laughs> hydrating anal beads from his coach being giving him like morse code that's you know, right Hans Neiman cont- the scandal continues to evolve now it appears things are headed to court the American accused of using anal beads to cheat is suing his accuser champion Magnus Carlsen uh, Neiman upset Carlsen five time world chess champion and following the defeat Carlsen publicly filled the idea that Neiman cheated by using vibrating anal beads an internal investigation later alleged that Neiman may have cheated as many as 100 times so this story is hilarious multiple levels. One, the opponent just thought like, ah, I got beat by anal beads. Why yeah, would you think would, that? How would you guess? Uh, yeah, that seems like a crazy <laughs> guess in the dark. Why? Like, that one? I'd be like, you have Second. to sit on a metal chair all the time. You know, like the, when the Houston Astros cheated to get signs in the playoffs, they had like, it was rumored they had like a buzzer, like, or yeah, they yeah. banged the trash cans, but there was like a... a Thing that Jose Altuve had like a buzzer on his arm. Why couldn't the chess guy do this? Was it like his coach, like, you got to do anal beads? <laughs> like, well, well, I can't do it. Uh, you can't just put like a, a buzzer on my stomach and buzz once for this and twice for the like, No, <laughs> got to be anal beads. They pat you down. <laughs> do they, they give you a full body search in chess before you sit down and play? They're like, strip down naked, sir. There'd be extra pieces up there, extra queens and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, right. He's like, he's like, open your. How do you have three queens on the board right now? This doesn't make any sense. I just don't get. Also, like, what? uh, What are you going to tell him? You you see all the pieces. Is he telling him what move to make by vibrating his anal beads? If that's the case, why isn't the coach just playing the game instead of the guy with the anal beads? Yeah, right. It's possible that hey, coach. um, Like, and sorry, sorry, coach. All right, instead, instead of me shoving these anal beads up my ass, how about you sit down and play? And I just watch. Nah, you don't understand chess, my son. You don't understand chess. Like, what the fuck? All right, what are you going to say, Dad? There's got to be a documentary about this. Can we do a puppet documentary about this? I think it would be fantastic. I mean, there's a whole anal thing with puppets at all. Hey, hey, my, mother, my mother-in-law's here. Hey, Linda. Oh. Thanks for the call. Hi, Linda. Welcome. Uh, Where have you been? Sorry about that. She's been been playing chess tournaments, oddly enough. (laughs) But apparently he first started cheating online 
And like he got outed with, with and he like, also wait, used wait, anal what? beads. With anal beads? Go online. with the anal beads? <laughs> Why do you need anal Three beads anal to cheat beads. online? No one's even there. Your guy, your coach be sitting right next to you. The anal beads came later, oh. which you always come before the anal beads come. You want to come, <laughs> you, you want to take care of yourself like the airport, you know, Matt, and then let have the anal beads come. Right. AI in the future is good. like sex bots in the future are probably going to want to come themselves and be like, come on, we'll do me, satisfy <laughs> me now. You know, they'll have little, little program. Yeah, no, you know what? No one ever brings up what's in it for the sex robots in the future. Well, mm. that's why we can't have AI get there because we don't want them wanting mm. their own. Pleasure. I can't be disappointing a robot. I already <laughs> disappoint all the <laughs> real people. If, if you could bore a robot. Wow. <laughs> that's it. Huh? All right. But this guy got outed on his conversations or something with like he admitted to cheating when he was talking with like the CEO of chess.com or something because chess.com started running, you know, they have fraud AI uh, stuff that um, detects whether moves match what computer programs would suggest you to do, et cetera. And you're like, you're making the same moves that, mm, you know, good computer programs are saying you're doing. So what's going on? And he eventually admitted to cheating once or twice back in the day. So it started this whole investigation, but he used to cheat by just doing that with, I don't think with the anal beads yet, (laughs) just like, you know, I mean, why not? Online he, tournament, he had him they, in, but he wasn't cheating with him. He just had them you in. Know, he probably still had him in. So how was it? Was the guy like his coach who would like pick up the piece and he'd like move it up to the right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like three up and one over. It's like beep, beep, like, beep. Ah, and okay. like beep, 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 beep. And it, it, we, fig- we figured it out when he had to move a lot of spaces all at once. He's just like... The rule is you can... As long as you keep holding on to the piece, right? So that that's what I'm like, saying. This yeah. one, this one. <laughs> <laughs> he should have said well, that he had uh, Michael J. Fox disease, and they wouldn't even know. <laughs> Shaking all <laughs> MJF, Mother Jenkins. Can we rename it after him? Not that I, I mean, I'm not making fun of the man. Let's say I'd it should be. It should be renamed. Like uh, what's the one, Luke Gehrig? Yeah, like Luke Gehrig's disease. Let's, I think I name it posthumous. I don't think we're gonna want to do that. Do you like, think you want a horrible disease named after you? When you hard to say, like Magic Johnson will be AIDS. Yeah, only yeah. HIV, not full blown AIDS. Oh yeah, I got the magic HIV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got. I came down with magic, guys. <laughs> yeah, did you guys see the the real uh, Fauci film that's based on the you know the Kennedy book? It was free viewing to kind of make it more accessible. It's this huge book on, on a Fauci takedown. But I started to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Look. It's it's hard. You know, it's exhaustive. It's yeah. just like full of just so evidence, 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 evidence. And, you know, he hasn't got sued. There's nothing to sue the guy. But I think he's a, a hero. And the documentary is, you know, more accessible for people to see. But, um, yeah, there's some crazy stuff in there. You know, Fauci kind of came up in that crisis and like the whole you know, AZT, you know, drug. People were onto it then. Like, is it AIDS that's killing us or is this drug you fast-tracked? Oh, we, we, know, oh, we know all about that. Yeah, we know all about the AZT. Which, by the way, Fauci, uh, I also think when he's on most of his mainstream media appearances, you can also see, and if you're very quiet, you can hear the buzz of his the coaches at, at Big Pharma coaching him through analytics, yes. Pfizer well, CEO has a Moderna CEO has a little anal bead vibrating button that tells him exactly what to tell people. And you know the military had that technology like you know 20 years before 
Oh yeah, <laughs> like those dolphins that were blowing up boats. You know, they train them anal beads. Anal beads. Vibrating anal beads. That's how they get uh, the military gets people to run into crisis situations like D Day. <laughs> Couldn't have happened yeah. without anal beads. I mean, anal beads. <laughs> well known. <laughs> Should we do a fake history on World War II? Yes. <laughs> Storming the beaches of Normandy's boys. Get those anal beads up your asses. No retreat. The Russian Norman. soldiers, we just anal bead vibrated them up the beach. Get up there. Spielberg <laughs> left that out. I don't know why. I lost all respect for him when he left that out of uh, Saving Private Ryan, that opening scene. There were anal beads all over that beach. All right, so we saw the fog cutter. What about, what's the other one, Dan? The harbor? The harbor bar, the fog cutter, and the pioneer bar. And now right. we got a new uh, mead bar. This looks uh, the the fog uh, cutter looks mead decent. is fucking disgusting. Any people who drink sweet. mead are assholes. Looking, it's aw- it's awful. It tastes like flat beer mixed with gravy. It's horrible. They're, they're not doing too well. I don't know if they I don't know if they're going to make it. Well, you know, if you fail, <laughs> what? You, how many people in the world like mead? A thousand? How many if, people are in your town? Twelve hundred. <laughs> If every single person, uh, yeah, I love this picture of the harbor bar. By the way, one you got um, oh, the shuffleboard, and two you got some random guy just sitting alone in a bar. That looks like my kind of bar. It looks like it looks awesome. It looks like an airport lounge. Now that's it's about <laughs> airport, like the worst airport lounge I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, airport lounge with a shuffleboard Juno's table. Airport. <laughs> this yeah. is the airport lounge for Juno. You just have to take a ferry four hours to get to it. <laughs> oh, you want to go to the lounge? Okay, you're going to want to exit out this door, take a left. Um, get on orbits. <laughs> United's like, yeah, we have a lounge. Just go right out to the ferry. You'll be there soon. <laughs> and then it just pulls up in this fucking place. <laughs> I like on like Google Maps, like I was using to drive Diane today. And, you know, I'm supposed to like, you know, you can avoid tolls or avoid um, highways. And the other choice is avoid ferries. Like it's just for everything. <laughs> okay. Like there's no, really not. Uh, is there, are there that many ferries that you'd have to be avoiding? Yeah, wouldn't yeah. you kind of be able to, I don't know. Wouldn't they be by the water? You just stay away from the water. Got a but highway also, system in Florida, right? Yeah. Okay. The, every highway you have to take a ferry at least once. <laughs> by the way, wouldn't a great Google apps uh, or Google maps thing? It's like, you can avoid tolls or ferries. I love one. It was just, you click a button. It's like avoid conversation. <laughs> click, click that button. <laughs> and so like, we're going to take you by a bunch of crap that's going to either put him to sleep or be so distracting that you don't have to talk to this person. <laughs> well, then Uber did, or Lyft and Uber did a thing at some point. Maybe they still do it where you can do the mode where you don't talk to the person. No, <laughs> really? I haven't yeah, seen it's that. like quiet mode, like just, which I respect. Like, I, like when I get a haircut, the things where people want to chat, like I'm a chatty person, but there are you know times like getting a haircut going with a driver. Sometimes if you're in the mood, but sometimes you just don't want to talk. And then they'll suck you in, and then you're not feeling you have bad negative feelings. So you can just do a, a little thing where you say, the, can you do it? The can you do it? Eight AM Uber to Vegas Airport uh, mode. Yeah, exactly. Why do they always want to talk to you? And it's eight in the morning, you're clearly hungover. He's I like, oh, you have, you have fun? Well, they're, they're tip yep. jobs. <laughs> yeah, I'll tip you more if you shut the fuck up. 
Exactly. They should, they should have that programmed in, like silent mode and, you know, X amount of dollars for silent mode. Like, you know what would be great is if it started with a certain amount of tip and as they annoyed you and they could <laughs> see it and you just hit like minus. Like, the demerit minus. system. <laughs> that reminds me of Rico Bucks, which Mark brought up uh, earlier today, because like we're going yeah. back and forth on me coming out here and like, you know, his pay for stuff and I pay for some stuff. He's just like, well, we'll figure it all out. Let me tell you the Rico Bucks way. And it's like, basically, I pay for stuff and then Rico pays for stuff and we say, hey, uh, I'm paying for this stuff and it's Rico Bucks. I put it on my Rico Bucks tab and then we'll go to WrestleMania and then everything squares away. So, yeah. Like three years later, I'll send him an invoice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's a pretty good deal for him. It's a very uh, <laughs> low interest. He's like, by the time I get billed, this money's going to be worthless. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, true. Brilliant. All right, Tingleberries, we got to wrap this up because I got to go do baby duty. At Mahoney, a joy and a pleasure, sir. I feel like I, I, I like we could go offline and I've got to hear from you guys. I feel like I've just been gabbing away. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, man. Yeah. It's, this is, no, it's been great. It's been great. We'll have you back on for sure as one of our rotating uh, special. He's a beautiful right man. Here. God, you two are two gorgeous men looking into the camera there. Well, hey, the, you're not the, so the most famous. You're the, you're the fourth most handsome man in Alaska. <laughs> right, Alaska real 10, quick baby. before you go. Remember when you showed me a picture of me? Oh yeah! Oh God! Do you have that? Find that picture, Dave. You still have it anywhere. <laughs> and, and I was like, "Oh my God, right. who's that guy? He looks old as fuck." Put in the show notes. <laughs> and I was like, "And you're like, that's you." I'm like, "Oh my God, that was terrible." <laughs> you look like a crack. You look like Kramer on Seinfeld after you've been smoking for like. Yeah, like I look like I was 75 straight. years old. It was. Awful. We're gonna have to find it somehow, somewhere. It's in another device. I know it's lost in the. Oh, dude, that was, that was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Just, to, to, I'll bring up a quick, a quick shot of what uh, Rico looked like for everybody. Uh, just oh to God, reference it. it. Oh, of course, it went to a video. Fuck it. Screw it. I'm not going to spend the time doing it. Rico, take us out. Mahoney, Bing Bong. Mahoney, Bing Bong. I love. It.